Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's radical beliefs, but they met in the middle and they compromised to we get something done. We have done that so much. Maybe and we you're, say, you're saying that. we're moving on past that? No, I think it's time to done. We're done compromising. That's, no more compromising. That's a dangerous no, thought. That's what I'm, that's what I'm a getting. compromising has already got us to where we Listen. are. Are you making oh, assumptions? Okay, okay, okay. My bad. <laughs> Please don't use your male privilege. Okay. I'll just, I'll stop. I would appreciate that. All right. Thank you. Did you just? Whoa. <laughs> we have started off feisty. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Impulsive, the number one podcast in the. <clears throat> I, dr- I took two shots last night. I think I'm hungover. Yeah, this is a first. <laughs> this is a first. So <clears throat> he went out last night. He dr- or he drank a little bit. I was asleep by 9.32 p.m. Pacific Standard. Wow. He was, he was out boozing mm. it up like a booze bag. Boy, I took two shots, bro. It was, it was National Margarita Day. Yeah, okay. He's, he's okay. up on me, guys. Do you have a margarita, though? No, I just had two shots. What so you, you celebrated National Shut Margarita Shut Day yeah, by taking shots. If you're not subscribed, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify. Um, today, today, Today's going to get juicy. Today's going to get very, very juicy. As you can see, the guest is... Sitting to my right, she's already on the set. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce her. She is a very controversial guest, arguably more than myself. Whoa. It's that's the, a bold statement. Bold, <laughs> I know, but that's what I do. I make bold statements. Mm. It's the Kent State gun girl, Caitlin Bennett. Ooh. I don't get a clap. <laughs> Jeb Bush, please clap. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we clap for our guests. We're gentlemen in a lot of ways. How are you, Caitlin? How are you, I am Caitlin? good. I'm great. Are you? Because you seem tense. I'm nervous. I am nervous. Why are you nervous? Because everybody's going to be watching me. Millions of people will probably see this. Millions so. of people okay, already see wait, you. Wait, before... That's true. Before we get started, you said you were tired. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Okay, is anybody else tired? I feel pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm up. I don't like where this I is going. something for all of you. Can you be careful when you reach in your pockets like that? No. <laughs> That would be great. Okay. Thanks. This is Turbo Force. Oh my this God. Are you vlogging on a fucking show? No, watch. I'm going to need you to write a check right now. For 12.5. You will ever get. It's the essence of Alex Jones. It literally says Here. Info Wars. Wait, wait, on the wait. Top. This is from Alex Jones? Yes. I, is he it's still allowed to sell stuff? It's the essence of Alex Jones. This is, this is what makes him so great? Stuff. We have to put in our drinks, but I heard it's better if you snort it. What do you say? Wow. Logan. It's I'm not better s- if you snort it. I'm not snorting the yeah, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put it in what my drink. Doing? Okay, put in your drink. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't want the essence of Alex Wow. Jones? It's, uh, okay. It looks really clear. I'm putting in my drink. You said you were tired. Wait, is, wait, is this the key to sounding like a complete moron? Yeah. Is that how he does it? <laughs> yes. Okay, I might try to do we that. We are <laughs> turning the frog straight with this. <laughs> Let's put it in our drink. What the fuck is happening? Oh, she's let her drink it. We're going to turn into Alex Jones. She asked my assistant to bring her spoons. And when my assistant brought her spoons, 
She's got five spoons right there. Wait a second. Why does it say total carbohydrates, seven grams of fake news? What is what? What is this? It's dude? Alex Jones. Uh, did Alex Jones put you up to this? No. I just thought you guys would really like it. Put I it. Put you know it in what? There. That's an, that was. That was. That was. Put a, it in there. a thoughtful, thoughtful gesture. This is. I don't. I don't know about all this, Caitlin. What? Yo, so, imagine. I, imagine we drink. We don't want to be like, Alex Jones. We poured in our drinks. We all drink and we're like guns for all. Guns <laughs> for all. Guns. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Let me know when you you're 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 air. good to go and you want to start talking about things. I'm good to go. Okay. I'm good to go. You sure. I'm gonna get my turbo force in here. All right. Oh, Are you gonna chug it? Fucking comes on the show feisty, immediately plugs. Bro. Like it wasn't a very casual. Like you went for it. Hey, I respect it. Oh, I thought you guys would like some turbo force, but that's fine. Damn, she keeps oh, just goodness. saying so the much brand <laughs> messaging over and over. So much brand messaging. All our right viewers now. are just gonna go to sleep. Turbo force, turbo <laughs> force, turbo force. Guns for all. Second Amendment rights. Guns for all. All right, listen, listen, listen. Did you did you bring your guns? I can't tell you that. Are you carrying right now? I can't tell you. Is that, that how? It works I never disclose if I am carrying. <laughs> never. No, she's probably speaking from a lawful. That's probably okay. how it's supposed to be. Um, California gun laws are strict, though. I know. So, and and you came here via airplane fuselage. You can bring a gun on an airplane. Yep, it's just <clears> got to <throat> be uh, pulled apart, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and stowed away in the luggage. Do they area. give you a hard time at the airports when when you do that? No, no, never actually. Well, one time, uh, I think it was Delta. They were supposed to put my luggage with my firearm in the office and out down the carousel it comes and I'm like my gun's in there why do you just have it to where everybody you know could potentially get it because wow. everybody knows who I am so like especially in a Cleveland airport eyes are always like that's Caitlin Bennett so I'd rather them not try to get my luggage and my firearm so who would make sure that <clears throat> all of your luggage made it to the right place and you know all of the security protocol was followed if as you've said, TSA was not needed or present. So it's not that it's not needed. Right. It's that it shouldn't be government mandated. So I'm all for security at an Air Force or at an um, at an airport. Airport. This, this yeah. was this was the tweet Mike yeah. was referring to. You tweeted this. <laughs> I did. Went through TSA with my hashtag MAGA hat on due to to remind everyone that their jobs are disposable and they're non-essential. Their paychecks come from someone else's paychecks. What a world we live in that we accept that hashtag abolish the TSA hashtag taxation is just it for is. a little just for a little context. I, I was a bit curious too when I saw this tweet. What's uh TSA seems pretty necessary. So, like I said, it's fine that we have security. I just don't think it should be government mandated. They have a ninety five percent fail rate. They don't do their job 95% of the time. They're always stealing stuff. Where's that uh, data from? Because that that seems like it would equal out to be a lot of problems on the aircraft uh, if 95% of their job was a failure. You know what I'm saying? I don't know exactly where that comes from, but like they go through protocols and like checks. It's like kind of like when the general manager of a restaurant comes in and they're like, we're going to act like we're customers. So they act like they're passengers. And I mean, I just got through with safety pins on in my purse. Like yeah, I never yeah. take out my liquids. They never catch anything. So. I, that's incredible. I've been stripped down every time, time and time again. I had a uh, finger very close to my record <laughs> one time. It was very uncomfortable. They were people were filming me. It was horrible. And, li- and listen, I I uh, I come through JFK Airport and the TSA there is probably some of the most unfriendly people I've ever met in my entire life. Never felt as demeaned and just 
Oh, sorry, sorry. Just saddened. Oh, this sorry, is horrible. Is that some right sort now? of? Is there any way we can make that stop? Yeah, that's me. So, so what do you? So, what are you saying? You're saying that it should be a private, like mm -hmm. a, pri a private, just like any other security force. Yeah, and I should have like put that on my tweet. I should have kind it, of because this looks bad. I felt bad afterwards. I even I felt bad, and you, I was you have, like, you have feelings. I have feelings, <laughs> and I felt bad because I'm not trying to say that those people were non-disposable, or you know what I mean, like. They're right, right, right. non-essential. They are non-disposable. But like, I felt bad afterwards because I meant to say, I meant to portray that that was non-essential for the government to be mandating. I'm all for private security. That's fine. But yeah, I should have worded that a lot better. I did feel bad. So I mean, yeah, the department. <laughs> this is my uh, only apology that I think I'll ever say wow. to the public. Wow, impulsive. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There we go. You, you, haven't, you haven't said sorry yet. Do you want to do it here on like a f official apology? Um, let me word this. I am sorry that I didn't word it correctly. And I hurt people's feelings when I was not attacking the people. I was attacking their government jobs. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, this is a Apologies lesson that we have all learned the hard way. Yeah. Many times with yeah. how you word things in this world. And, uh, not always even what you say in terms of words, but how you say it, how you deliver your message, it uh, can burn you quite badly. Absolutely. The Just fact check, the Department of Homeland Security did indeed do a private uh, screening to find out that 95% of... Uh, things are missed by the TSA. Wow, fact check. And what was and what was that fact? Who was the fact check provided by? Department of Homeland oh, Security. Oh, it yeah. was an internal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, what yeah, I'm, that's pretty. Sad. I'm just curious. Crazy. Curious. What does that entail? Like things are missed. Like, uh, like, like liquids. Uh, no weapons. Yeah. And explosives. Oh shit. What I also don't understand is you know they take water bottles from you if you have water. Explosive in them, materials. And then they put them all in a bin right next to the entire line of people going through TSA. If there's like a bomb in there, why are you putting it in a case with all the other bombs where everybody is uh, going so through where, security? Where did, it was this study done exactly in fucking Afghanistan. Like <laughs> where are you finding buckets uh, of bombs and 95? Well, no, 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 but I'm no. just saying they're like, not finding even, that they're finding, they're finding explosive. They, they did a test. So what they probably did is snuck stuff in and they saw what they could get past, and they got ninety five percent. Yeah, of the and my passed. guess is so those it's probably a controlled. Toothpaste, it's probably toothpaste. It's probably like stuff like that, right? It's and that and be, think yeah. about it: it's the Department of Homeland Security who owns the contract. I'm sure to having TSA. Yeah. So why would they want to give that up? But I don't know. It doesn't make sense why they would say that the TSA is the one doing that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's their way of putting it out there that it's not good enough so that they need to implement more right. uh, security and checks and all that into the airport. So maybe that's maybe that's what that is. Um, before you came on this this podcast, not to change subjects, but uh, before you came on this podcast, you, you did. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tweeted out. That you were coming on impulsive, the number I one did. podcast in the world. Yes, and, that uh, got interesting. Yeah, it did. It did get interesting. Um, Chrissy Teigen responded. I have the the tweet right here. 
you said, I'm extremely excited that I'll be flying out to California in a few weeks. And Chrissy responded. She said, I've just gotten word that the internet does not, in fact, Look how many likes care. she got. Like, that's how many people actually care. That's Twitter Twittering. <laughs> that's Twitter Twittering. No, no, Chrissy's, Chrissy's popping. She, I mean. Yeah, she's John's wife. Well, she's also. I don't know. She's, she's got she's, her own. Yeah. She's got her own thing. Do you not like Chrissy? Um, I mean, I would see articles about her all the time about how like rude she is on Twitter. And I was like, I don't even know who this girl is. And then she responds. And I'm like, out of everything I've done on Twitter, this is what you respond to. Does she not like you? Uh, she does not like me. That's yeah. why. Well, also like 2019 is the year of rebuilding and relationships. So Chrissy, I want you to know, as I've said many times in the past, it's all love. I have no ill will or malice towards Chrissy. She, she I mean, look, she tweeted this. She found an opportunity to make a joke and uh, portray her views uh, for her community. Like, okay, all power to her. But but you responded. You, you're often responding to people on Twitter saying yeah. things. Do you get triggered easily? Do I get triggered easily? Yeah. No, I do not. You tend to stay chill? Yeah, because if I got triggered over everything that happened on Twitter, I would not have a good time. And then I would not be here right now uh, doing this. So... I wouldn't go out in public, so. I, I will say this. You trigger people. I do. Yes, you I do. I do. Even if I was, okay, so coming off the airport, coming off the airplane, I was going through the airport trying to get my luggage, and I'm in the bathroom washing my hands, and I look up, and there's just this raging feminist, and she's just staring at me. How do you know she's a feminist just by looking she at her? She looked like a feminist. We all know mm. what a feminist looks like. Mm. We all know what a feminist looks like. So she has like the big eyebrows and like the big glasses and the. That sounds like symmetrical. Andre. Sounds like Andre. That sounds like. A, <laughs> like honestly, like first, I, so technically, I guess I'm a little confused. As to <laughs> Are you a feminist? <laughs> he goes. He goes. He goes. <laughs> how did, it's okay, how did you know she was raging? She was mad. Well, um, I mean, like a raging feminist is like someone who dresses like the stereotypical feminist and they just like go above and beyond. So she had like the crazy glasses and just she looked crazy. So anyway, I'm washing my hands and I look up and she's just staring at me. When we make eye contact, she rolls her eyes and just walks away. And I'm like, I'm just washing my hands. She wanted the smoke. She wanted to what? She wanted the smoke. She smoke? wanted a, a, an <laughs> argument or a fight. Uh, uh. Maybe, but she walked away when we... What if she? What dive. if she was just a person that say uses hand sanitizer because she doesn't like when people waste water in the? You know what? Like, how do you? That's like, disgusting. I, I agree, but I'm just you know, <laughs> trying not to make assumptions. I, I have like a sixth sense when it comes to this because people who like stare at me when they recognize me, they don't hide it very well. It, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but like they don't hide it very well you're when very, they recognize you're very recognizable. you. Recognizable. Your hair is nine feet long. Yeah, that's true. And very curly. Very, very curly. curly. Yeah. You look like my the, ramen noodles. That's what the fuck is Thank God that wasn't me. I hate getting in trouble with the boss. It is it is bad. Do you ever plan on cutting your hair? I do not. No. I don't even like trimming it. Really? It's just Yeah, it it's gives just, me anxiety. You're just sending it. You're going for it all the mm -hmm. way. Speak speaking of hair and the length of it, do you uh be careful how I word this. Do you currently own an AR ten or a long barrel? Uh, semi-automatic weapon. Yes. Okay. Why do you, why do you feel the need to own that level of <clears throat> firepower? <clears throat> because I want to. What? Well, let me actually address that. What is the level of firepower of an AR-10? 
I don't. So that's why I'm going to be really careful because I don't want to say it's the it. same fire rate as a handgun. Yep. Same fire mm-hmm. rate. Yeah. Uh, does it? Does it? It probably shoots a little bit larger of a ballistic round, mm-hmm. right? It's a 308, right? Well, and it, and it and it has the ability so it can do to do some more damage, and it has the ability to put rounds downfield more accurately. accurately. How's the clip mm-hmm. size compared to a handgun? Big. Much well, larger. Well, maybe not. Well, no, you can get 30 round magazines and, for a handgun. And, so, so from a yeah. mm-hmm. those are extended mags, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. legally. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in California, but in Ohio, yeah. you can. So you, so it's you own that weapon, not out of a need for protect. Well, I, I don't want to make these assumptions, but but you own it. For one of the reasons being because you have the privilege to own it. I have the right to the, own the it. The right to own it. Yeah. Would Would you consider the? So I used two words there that might not be interchangeable. I'll ask you: Do you think that rights are privileges that we've been given? No, we were born with them. Born with privileges. Though. We were born with rights. So so I look at those rights as privileges being born. That's in this very co- dangerous. It could be. But let's let's talk about this. Being born in this country, I look at rights as privileges. OK, and uh, we were we were privileged enough to be born here and be given those rights. OK, someone gave us those rights before we were born. I, we were born with those rights, whether you believe it was a God who gave it to us or we just were born with them. That's up to you to decide. But every person on this planet is born with those rights, whether or not their government wants to acknowledge that is something different. When you say we're privileged, we are privileged to live in America because we do. Right. have. Is that what you're trying That's to say? That's kind of what I'm getting at. But I guess call it rights or privileges is let's just stick with rights because okay. you're more comfortable with that word. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in your mind that you think we could end up in a situation where we need to be slightly punished for the actions of our society and potentially roll those rights back? No. Like, say, for example, that's very that's very subjective. That depends on what it is. That depends on who's making those decisions. And it depends on the right that we're talking about. I mean, people think that abortion is a right. The Supreme Court ruled that abortion is a right. I don't think so. So, I mean, I guess if there's an instance where we need to rule back a right, then I think it would be abortion because I don't think that is stated in the Constitution. They tried to, you know, cover it up by saying it's part of a woman's right to her privacy when it's not. It's murder. So, I mean... We want to talk about that. That would be something well, if that's you're not opening, really a right. Well, if you're opening up the floodgates to rolling back rights, wouldn't inherently that mean some of the rights that you rights that you agree with could potentially be rolled back or amended? See? And that's the thing. And that's and that's what I'm asking specifically about gun rights. So I, I want to bring up the case of the Las Vegas shooter, for example. Okay, mm-hmm. and we ask about what those things that we might have to be punished for are. He bought thirty guns legally. 30 plus guns legally over the course of 12 months before mowing down hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Injuring 500, killing 58, I believe it was in Las Vegas, the worst mass shooting in the history of the United States. Do you think that the actions of our society, which currently holds 31% of the world's mass shooters and owns 50% of the world's guns with only 5% of the world's population. Do you think that our obsession with guns, our obsessions Obsession with violence and mass shooting and murder. We don't have an obsession with mass shootings. And we murder. have statistically the highest. How many mass shootings mass sh- happened in 2018? I don't have the exact number. You can roll it out to me. Go ahead. So the media wants to say it's over 307. That's not true. If we want to go through the different um, 
the different publications that put out these numbers. The problem is that each publication or each program has a different definition for what a mass shooting is. Mm -hmm. If we go with, um, I forget exactly what it was, but let's stick with the definition of like a mass shooting is four or more people killed and not including the uh, perpetrator, the shooter, then it goes down to like 10. So it depends on who's putting these numbers out and what definition they're using. And that's how they get this, this you. Is, this is uh, a bit uncomfortable because I hate to try to like put statistics to something that like a shooting is a shooting. Mm -hmm. Like how like one mass shooting is too many. Mass oh, shootings. yeah. No, absolutely. But we don't live in a perfect world. We don't we don't live in a perfect world. We have rapists out there. One rape is too many. Yeah. But how do we stop it? We can't stop everything. But, you know, talking about gun rights and, you know, I, I hate using the term gun violence because it's not the gun committing that violence. It's the person. If we look at statistics, um, we have found that gun owners actually stop mass shootings. We find that 500,000 to 3 million lives are saved every year due to defensive use of firearms. And then... They want to go after the assault rifles. Assault rifles aren't a thing. They aren't real. I didn't use that term. Yeah, I, was I know very you did. Cautious, it. Yeah. very cautious not to use that term. Yeah, but I, uh, I, I guess I guess like let's let's go back a little bit and okay. not and not talk about the rights even for a second. But let's look at statistics because we're we're talking about data. Five percent of the world's population, fifty percent of the guns. That seems like something's off there. It Does seems it, safe. It seems safe. 22.5 times higher gun homicide rate than any other first world country. 22.5 times higher gun homicide rate. Do well, you not see a correlation between a mass of guns and a mass of gun homicide? Well, I see a correlation with gun registration and gun control and mass murder in communist countries. That's what I see. So I don't think that your correlate we have a correlation but that doesn't equal causation so those don't those two things don't equal each other what i see is an armed society is a safe society what i see is that almost three million lives are saved every year due to defensive use of firearms that's what i see i see that 98 percent of mass shootings are in gun-free zones so if we want to talk about ending a gun violence problem we need to go to where it's happening it's happening in gun-free zones <laughs> well, and it, it does go back to, you know, our founding fathers wrote this in the Constitution that, um, you know, Alexander Hamilton said the most natural defense of a free country is a well-regulated militia. And then um, even the anti-federalist side agrees. So both sides of the coin agreed that we should have weapons and have a well-regulated militia. Um, but times have changed. So I guess how have you seen modern day times that we're living in interacting with the second amendment because it's a lot different language now well yeah well we go from you know shotguns to now we have semi-automatic rifles and which i mean i don't see a problem with that at all if we want about talk about technology in the second amendment or even guns or firepower or weapons we see the government has outrageous technology with their weapons and that should scare everybody why because they aren't our friend why the government, because yeah. they aren't our friend. They aren't. They aren't here. They. They aren't. They. Okay. Let's. Let's. Let's say that's true. Are they our enemy then? I would say slightly. 
Yes. The the country that we live in. The people who run it. Yeah. The people who so run it. Explain, um, because I do think there is some validity when we do look at how much our military kills other mm-hmm. people around For the world. Sure. Yeah. Like For we sure. can't. That's not an insane statement because, like in the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, we killed hundreds of thousands of yeah. civilians. Like, can you imagine if another country attacked the United States, killed hundreds of thousands of people, only lost, let's say, tens of thousands of people? Like, it, it does seem weird that we stand, we live in this country that's free, then we but, and we kill so many people to maintain that freedom. Well, maybe I might or to make some people mad with this one. I don't think we're over there protecting our... What freedoms are we protecting over there? The government, the U.S. government would would argue that a safe nation overseas is a safe nation at home. Meaning, See, she's she's asking just, why, though. Oh, because if you, allow, if you allow Syria, Afghanistan, Yemen, Jordan to... Or any other country, let's not just say the Middle East, Venezuela, right? To create an unstable state where where um, ISIS or any other rogue militia is able to cultivate and, and, and grow and you don't put that down. Well, who started it? Yeah. All right. Let's, but let's not get into that kind of stuff. Let's talk about how to <laughs> but fix that's, it. I don't want to roll it's back. It's actually, to- it's, it's well-known public knowledge that the Of course, we've US, armed Contras, we've armed Osama We armed Ed, those people. A hundred percent. But guess what? Like we, even if we initially had a thought in mind and it grew out of control, we then have to put that threat down. And so that's the argument. I'm not saying it's right, but the U.S. government argument is that we need to have safe nations overseas to protect our freedoms at home. I, I, I'm a little worried about going too far into foreign policy and, mm-hmm. and our actions overseas when we're talking about our domestic state right now. Um, and so I want to I ask this question. Um, what are your thoughts on, on, uh, on common gun sense reform? And, and I know there's, it's subjective mm-hmm. and everybody's common sense yeah. is different, but let's, let's roll this out. Mental health checks in order to get a weapon. Okay. And and there's a lot of thought that needs to go <laughs> yeah. into that. Let's not just blanket it out there. An annual, just to make sure things are going right. Background checks for everyone at all gun shows everywhere. You can't walk into a gun show in Virginia and buy an AR-10. Can't do it. Meaning we know that the people that own weapons in this country are sane and don't have the intent to use them maliciously. What are your thoughts on that? Not government regulated. So let me go into depth of that. I don't think the government should have any type of gun control laws on the book. Leave it to the private individuals. Leave it to the private gun stores to implement that. I'm not against background checks. I'm not against against mental health checks. I'm not against checking up annually. If I go to, uh, I don't know, a a gun store and buy a handgun, if they want to put me through all of these tests, all of these checks, if I have to go get a physical just to have the gun, then that's their property. It's their rules for how I obtain that gun. That's fine. I don't think it should be government mandated. I worked in a gun store and our government is so incompetent. They can't even fill fill potholes in Ohio. I'm sure that you remember (laughs) that. The roads are pretty okay. Out here, here yeah. from what yeah. I well, uh, we, we do live in C- in Encino, the beautiful rolling hills. No of snow, no snow. Yeah. yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, so you know if they can't fill potholes and get their you know shit together, even fighting amongst each other, why are we putting them in charge of regulating our rights? You're telling us what we need. So I I worked at a gun store, 
And a woman came in, purchased a handgun. Everything was green to go proceed. You know, we did the background check. Everything came out fine. We'll come to find out she went and killed herself. And then when we got contacted by, um, you know, the police department, come to find out she was never supposed to have a gun. But the agencies don't talk to each other that are supposed to report things to the FBI. So they didn't they never reported it or else she wouldn't have gotten that gun. But, you know, if she wanted one, she would have gotten one anyway. So so I think that that sounds like one case. And and I'm sure there's many more. And I'm sure we're not doing the best job that we could be with with background checks and, and mental health checks right now. There's no doubt about that. The government could step their game up. But my question is this. What is the key priority and and initiative for private businesses um reputation no it's not it's to make yes, money it it's to make money but it's how do make, you make money through a good you reputation have to have that's a good fair reputation. but it's to make money and it's and cuz cuz i know a lot of businesses have great reputations they're not hitting their bottom line and they're and they're not going to be in business i mean right longer. now so people so if you give if you give private businesses the sole responsibility of background checking and mental health checking you are going down a slippery slope that leads to businesses protecting their bottom line, which is the most important thing to business. I have to disagree with you. I think giving the government the power to regulate our Second Amendment right and our firearms is going down an extremely slippery slope because what they do is they say people who have a mental health disorder or mental illness can't go in and buy a gun. I'm pretty sure in Ohio, if the law hasn't changed, transgendered people technically have a mental illness and they can't get a firearm. And then we say, okay, let's legalize weed. Let's do that. I'm all for that. Let's end the drug war. That's fine. But what comes with that? If you have to, if you go and buy weed or if it's for a medical purpose, you can't have a gun anymore. It all ties into everything. They don't want us to be armed. We rose against, uh, you know, Great Britain. That's how we won our independence because 3% of the population in America rose up with firearms and we had the same firepower that they did. That's how we won our independence. So, so I, I was going to say, I mean, but those were times when people were fighting with muskets, right? Times have changed so much i think they're it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Does need to be some sort of solution. Do you see or have? A solution. In Get mind. rid of gun-free zones. That's the first step. Get rid of gun-free so you, zones. You, Government you, mandated gun-free gun zones. Ninety-eight percent of mass shootings happen in gun-free zones. So, okay, you get rid of gun-free zones, and then what happens? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Inevitably, people buy and arm themselves with guns, correct? Mm-hmm. And then what? If they choose Everyone to. Everyone has a gun? No. I don't think everyone should have a gun. That's where it comes back to. I support 
background checks from private businesses. I support that. Right now, you can go and buy a gun. There's a black market for firearms, gang violence. You know the number one perpetrator of gun violence is gangs. 80% of gun homicides are drug-related and gang-related. So, and that stems from the drug war. If we get rid of all these other things, including the drug war that's incorporated into the gun violence epidemic, I think that a lot of things would change and I think a lot of things would get better. Mm-hmm. Listen, and by, by the way, I'm not disagreeing with you on that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think we I think we as a as a country have problems that are contributing factor, factors to homicide. And I think the gun is the method that's used sometimes. Here we go. I, I don't I know well, knives are used in cars and hands. And feet. I, mm-hmm. I know all that stuff. And I know I get that argument. But I do agree with you that we have massive socioeconomic problems. We have massive problems with drug wars and, and all these other factors. So I do agree with you there, but I, I've never been able to come around to the fact that blanketing this country with even more guns is the solution to the problem. Like I just, I, I don't think I'll ever get on board with that. When, when do you think we have enough guns? Never. Why? Come on, Caitlin. Never. Come on. I, why would we regulate someone's property? It's your well, no, property. no, I'm not saying we're regulating their property. That's a different question. When, when do we need more guns? Like, when do we need in more circulation? Guns? I mean, I think we have plenty. I mean, I don't know. I don't really understand. Like, when do we need more guns? I guess when we need to fight against a tyrannical government. Can I? But don't yeah. you think there's already enough weapons in the hands of American people? To do that, if I think so, I and think plus we have a national guard. Like, do you really think that Americans are going to at one day start killing other Americans? I hope. I mean, we do but right do now, th- and they're doing it without guns. I hope that that time never comes. I hope that like, we don't never you think have it's like an extremist way of thinking. It is an extremist way of thinking, but it's also very realistic. That's what the Second Amendment is for. If it wasn't realistic and, you know, the the founders were radicals. That's why we have the Second Amendment. That's mm. why we have all of these rights that aren't granted to people in other countries because they were radicals. And I'm so thankful that they were because now we have free speech. We are granted our right to free speech to the Second Amendment, to privacy while they're all getting trampled on. We still have them, you know. Can I can I ask you a question about this uh, fight against the tyrannical government? Because I, it's something I've thought about many times and had this conversation before. Um, we've got it. We've got a bunch of uh, we've got a bunch of guns in this country. We've got more guns than people, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're about. we're armed to the teeth. Um, have you ever shot an elephant with a pea shooter before? I have you ever not. done that? Have you? Do you know what it's like to have an AC-130 rain 105 millimeter rounds on your on your buildings and houses while you're shooting back with an AR-10? We are not going to win the battle that against our government. That is the good point. We That's are why not we gonna... should have the same weapons. So we should grab some we AC-130s. We should be able to it... have the same weapons that the military has. We absolutely so should. So I think what's happened, and this is just my, my assumption, and you know, it's my opinion, is that we have changed so much as a country and as a world that certain amendments to Spencer's point from the musket days need some reshaping. Well, okay. And, and what and, about and free speech? I know. And, and maybe, I, I don't know. I'm not talking about free speech <laughs> right now, but, but listen, you, you, in your opinion or in your eyes, we should all have fighter jets. Well, no. here, here's oh, what, like, no, what, like, I didn't say that. I didn't say it, we should it, all but, have them. Okay. I think we, where I can, where I can, 
Oh, I want to hear, hear this. I didn't say we should okay. all have them. And I don't, I'm not saying that everybody should have a gun. I'm saying that we should have access to them to be able to obtain them if we wanted to. So does that mean that Bob over here who, you know, is punching and beating his wife should have a gun? Absolutely not. I don't think he should. But that doesn't mean that his right to have a gun should be restricted. So that's where the private businesses come in. We, I'm going to go back to... Uh, the gun store I worked at, this guy came in, super shady guy. And we were like, mm. so we told him that his background check is going to be delayed. And we went and did our own background check. This guy was a wife beater. So we didn't sell him the gun. The government told us to go ahead and give him the gun. We went and done our own background checks. No gun for that wife beater. I, uh, I sort of agree with Mike's argument that the when it comes to businesses, the bottom line is the only thing that tr like truly matters whether you agree with it or not like gun stores want to stay in business and they're going to sell guns to stay in business um uh, do you have any sort of uh combat for that argument because that is a yeah. strong one for me i mean yeah so i have a personal experience like that and obviously you know like personal experiences don't make an argument but i was going to work at a different firearm store in ohio and come to find out that his reputation was so poor that even a lawyer reached out to me and was like don't work for them like this is terrible so the our society if we would just care about people but care about people more and i think that's a big part of it too is how we treat each other 100 100 of yeah. how we treat each other how people are raised but anyway you know you go online and you look at the reviews for this store, absolute trash, absolute trash. And now they're not in business anymore because he was such a shitty person and such a bad person in how he handled business and how he handled people's money and how he treated people. He's no longer in business anymore. Okay, but I think it kind of contradicts that, too. What it's, it's, I was going to say, it's, it's a bit hypocritical. Maybe we're mm -hmm. going to say for something else, but I know like some of the things that you've done and the way you've treated yeah. people or talked to people, like, Especially with um, David Hogg from from Parkland. I mean, you're, well, I called him Twig Arms. Yeah, but well, that's, that's true because he called me a racist. So, I mean, like, I would never just go after him for no reason. And I don't think that just because he was in a school shooting, you know, puts up a special shield to where we aren't allowed to criticize his ideas now. That's not true. And you know, I was going after his his twig arms because one, he does have twig arms, and two, he was straight up calling me a racist. Spencer so, has, I mean, has twig arms. <laughs> and you challenged David Hogg to an arm, an arm wrestling, wrestling match. Do you, I, I, how about this? <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later. No, nah, I want you to I want you to arm wrestle Mike, and if he wins, <laughs> you have to you have to give up all your guns. Me? Yeah. No, I'm good. No, that's a, that's a I'm good. <laughs> what, Mike's what, a big boy. I was going to mention it. It kind of contradicts the idea that we have enough guns in circulation. Like at what point um, does it become where people who support, you know, gun laws like yourself are just being obnoxious? And, I and think like they are low, being obnoxious. Well, like going lot. onto campus with a, you know, a rifle strapped mm -hmm. to your back. To me, that says a lot about the ignorance of that side. Because well, can you imagine, you, like, if you're you a student? Well, okay. What I thought is if I was a student at that campus, I would be fucking horrified. Yeah. Because I have seen so many school shootings and I see someone walking with a rifle around that's, campus that's scary that's yeah. scary it's, no that's safe no that's but that's your opinion 
And I guarantee if you ask a crowd of 100 people and if you say, hey, I'm going to I'm going to really respect what these 100 people have to say. I guarantee you the majority of them are going to say that's scary. If they see anybody coming on their campus with a rifle. Yo, yeah, you're lucky you don't get shot doing that. Well, let me tell you about that photo. Let me me tell you about this photo. So um, in April, so that was taken in May. In April, I organized an open carry demonstration on our campus. I had 50 gun owners with firearms there. There were probably more guns than people at that, you know, little rally that I had in, in April. And it was the safest time to be on campus. So what I'm doing is here, this is what I did was perfectly legal. That was 100% legal. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Yeah, so when I graduated, I was finally able to arm myself. That's the whole point of the caption I put. But a day later, I wasn't even allowed to have my handgun. So I went out and I made a point. I made a point. I had an officer with me. I contacted the school four days ahead, three days ahead. And when I got there, I didn't take it out until an officer was with me. And I did it when very few people were on campus because I'm not trying to go out there with a rifle and scare people. I would never walk around like this around school. That's not the point. The point was to make a bold statement in a photo. And I think it's, it's just marketing. It's marketing the point that now I can have a rifle, but I couldn't have my handgun a day earlier in the classroom. That's the point. Well, well and it, it does make us think because that's crazy for, to for me sure. that, you know, you, you can't student faculty and staff can't have a, a deadly weapon, but a visitor can. Yes. So that's to me, I that makes that, sense. That yeah. does make sense that you're bringing awareness I, to yeah. that because that is kind of crazy. I, I, I think I think. For, for me, having now talked to you and sat with you, I think what bothers me, and I don't know if it's what bothers Spencer, is the optics of how you do your things, right? Yeah. And so, like, I get it. You made a statement, right? Well, like, and, you- and you and you and you also you also have a ton of really valid points, like really valid points about how we treat each other in this country, the protection of 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 women, and and how we protect ourselves as a, as a as civilians. But I think, unfortunately, those valid points are shaded over by some of your more extreme views and how you and how you bring them to to the public eye. Yeah, I've heard that before. And that's that kind of sucks, because to be honest with you, in my eyes right now, the biggest problem we have in this country is is a divided state. And I'm not saying who did it. Was it Obama? Was it Trump? Whatever. Right. It's the fact that you have people on the on the right saying that every view that opposes their view is from a leftist ideology Mm -hmm. and people on the left saying, I stay right here, right and wrong, find solutions, common sense. Okay. And so common sense is subjective. Like you always say, but unfortunately I think after now talking to you and and seeing who you are, that, like I said, you have a lot of very valid points that are slightly overshadowed by your theatrics and, and and that sucks. Well, I mean, I've heard that argument before, but a lot of people take what I say and what I do. And and even gun owners will be like, you're just too extreme for us. And I, I just look at them and I'm like, your opinions don't matter to me because you're, if you're going to coward when people are trying to limit our mag size to five rounds, then, you know, why do you, you aren't why in do this you need, discussion? I, I mean, why do you need a, a magazine that holds more than five rounds? So what if 10 people are coming in your house? to rob you. So you are not going to, especially with, um, a 380, like my handgun holds a 380. It's small. It's tiny. I'm going to probably need more than five rounds to take someone down with it 
Absolutely. So, it but depends. you already own magazines that, that are large enough. Yes. Correct? So, well, then at what on. point do we, as a country, start to limit these things? And, I don't think we should. And can't we ever admit, hey, we got enough guns? Like, we have enough. We can have enough, but that doesn't mean you restrict someone's right to their property. So everything that I'm talking about goes back to property rights. Someone does not have the right to come and take your podcast from you. Someone doesn't have a right to come I and fucking, take impulsive. I wish a bitch would. The old, I wish a bitch would. <laughs> the reason why we're having this conversation is because our podcast didn't kill 58 people in Las Vegas. But Our toaster oven didn't kill 58 people in Las but Vegas. But it's your a property. automatic weapon that was... Re revised mm, bump stock. That's not an automatic okay. weapon. Well, it's not an automatic. Sorry, here I'm. I'm trying. What is to a bump best. stock? It is a a piece of call it technology, call it Plastic. mechanical device that is used to turn a semi-automatic weapon. No, it's not. No. Okay. Mm -mm. Bump stock no. is a modification, a modification that you put on. It doesn't turn the firearm into anything. Oh, it's sorry. And you it can gives do you, it. It gives you the ability to to fire the weapon faster. To bump fire. F but you fine. can do that with right, a rubber right, right. band. You can right. do that with a finger. You can do that with a belt loop. Are we going to ban all those? I th I think banning something that is made specifically for it and then looking for people to find a less effective solution is probably a smart bet. Like I can, like I can ride a scooter to work, but I probably will take a car. Are you know we going to ban saying? hammers so like, and knives because they kill more people than rifles, especially more people than bump stocks? Hammers, hammers kill hammers. more people than... Rifles. Hammers, and even feet and hands kill more people than rifles. Hammers kill more people than rifles. Mm -hmm. Looking it up. Uh, Let's see. <laughs> Blunt objects. So, and, and while we're on this, and while he looks for that, while we're on this rifles discussion... Uh, I I want to get a little bit more clarity on the on the on the reasoning behind owning semi-automatic long barrels again because mm -hmm. I know you you look a lot for protection, right? What is the use case for a, a gun that could put those kind of rounds downfield? Is it hunting? Like, what do you or just whatever hunting. you or it whatever could be you want? Whatever basically. you want. Yeah. I mean, home protection. That's something too because if, like I said, a group of people are coming in to rob you or kill you or do something to your family. Yeah. I would much rather have a rifle. You would than, in close quarters? I mean, I for the Or you're going to be on the, the roof sniping down. No. Like what's your what's your plan? <laughs> Even I mean, hunters use it too. It, it's everything. They use it for protection of their cattle. They use it for protection of their family and their home. I have my rifle sitting right next to my bed. If I need I mean, if an intruder is coming into your house, what looks more daunting? A rifle being pointed at your group or a handgun? They guess, can both do the same things. I guess but it's not a question of looks to me. I, in that situation, I would want to have what's more effective, which seems like it would be a handgun well, in a close Well, in that number, I told you 500,000 to 3 million lives are saved every year due to defensive use of firearms. That is included just brandishing a weapon and making sure that perpetrator sees that you have a weapon and they back off. So according to the FBI, they're are around roughly 25,000 uh, homicides via firearms. Uh, according to the FBI, blunt objects, including clubs and hammers. I said uh, rifles. Okay, well, firearms. There's a diff well, no, because when we talk about banning she made rifles. A specific, okay, she, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. She uh, made a specific point. So I, I think we're I think we're in la-la land here because it's going to take some time to pull the How many people the kill with hammers, though? I'm... Uh, only 472. 
Unless people are killed with rifles. But hold on. Yeah. Less people gonna, are killed with rifles. If you're going to be specific, that says well, that's why one I objects, say. including hammers, like rocks, all that stuff. So if we pull the hammer statistic. But <laughs> if we want to pull no, specifically, I mean, you can on. check it. Hold I don't know. Hold on a second. But you tell him to be careful not to include something other than rifles in it. So you can't then turn. You're right. Into, you know, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely and, right. And, and the, the overarching question is we have 25,000 deaths via uh, what firearms. What does that number mean, though? Homicides. It includes some, the 25,000? Yeah. W- what year? Uh, this is 2016. So, and this, is, this, this trend has been going up. So we went from 13,750 um, in 2015 to a pretty steady jump into 2017. So when they, I don't know, so it's just specifically homicides. Are those justified killings? These are homicides. Or but are they justified homicides? And uh, like the cases of self-defense. Oh, so justified. Yeah, see, that's the thing. They inflate these numbers when two-thirds of gun homicides are suicides. I don't think it's fair to put that statistic when we're talking about restricting gun ownership because someone killed themselves. I don't think that's fair because when we talk about gun violence, we're talking about people killing each other or using guns against one another when they shouldn't be. Well, it it would still be nice to take the gun out of the suicidal person's hand. It would, but it would. I mean... Yes, to stop that, but I don't think that that's a fair assessment to be put into that argument. Uh, well, people are killing each other with guns, so we have to limit it. And then they pull up a statistic that includes suicides. I don't think that's fair. What about unlawful um, possession of guns? What are your thoughts? So I, I had a, a thought on your on your no gun free zones, and also on people that live in poor socioeconomic areas that aren't able to legally purchase a handgun. How do you feel about a 25-year minimum sentence for first-time offense on illegal possession of a handgun? Well, it depends. I mean, okay, so it depends on what our laws are. One, I don't think there should be gun laws. So one, I already don't agree with penalizing people because they may have illegally bought a gun. So no, all right. So all right. So let me roll that back a second. No, so no gun laws. Um, I'm I wake up tomorrow, I'm pissed off at everyone. No gun laws. I go into a store. You rely on that store to have a high moral fiber when we all know they're going to get their fucking money. I'm going to walk into that store and I'm going to and I'm going to buy three forty five caliber Desert Eagles. OK, and you're cool with me just rocking those. So that's where we go back to because I'll pass all the mental health checks. I'll pass. I'll pass. Everything. People do that right now, too. People do that right now. And too. that's not a that's not a problem that I think we want to open up more. I think it's a problem we need to work on fixing. How do we fix it? How do we fix people with mental health issues getting firearms? Because they still there's do. There's a solve. There's a, that's because there's no, there's nothing there to stop them. We, we have we have more than twenty thousand gun laws on the book. They're it's call, calling something that's ineffective in its execution useless is is, is well, wouldn't that futile. be the definition of useless if if we can't execute something? It's not that we can't. We just haven't done a good enough job of so it. So what do we do? We need to do a better job of it. I don't know, How? like through legislation, through cutting off funding for for politicians that don't do their fucking job. What are they? What politicians aren't doing their job? What creating more gun? Whichever laws? ones are making it okay for some dude to buy thirty three fucking guns in twelve months. You should. You should have. You have the right to do that because you have property rights. Is it? Why is it? When does it? Yeah. When does it become months? unnecessary though? That's what I was trying to get at. And you agreed with me. You said at some point. 
We have enough. We well, do. No, I said we do have enough right now. You you asked me, do we have enough to fight back against our own government or right. you know something like that? I think we do have enough. That doesn't mean it stops there. So on that point, on that point, and you're disagreeing with them based off of the fact that gun stores make a lot of money, right? Like you think it's not about the money? Oh, no. Uh, well, that's what capitalism is. You want to make a profit. So, so that doesn't mean that we can apply that to everybody that is going out and selling guns. We, do you think gangs and black markets care who they're selling to? They don't. And they're doing it already. Do you right. think I should be able to get a driver's license from a store? I don't know. Do you do think you, I a driver's like, license like, from like, a store? Like, like, because if we just start stripping government jobs, right? And we say, okay, private entities are going to do it. Now I can go to stop and shop and buy a, or, or shop right or whatever and buy a fucking license to drive a car. You just and, buy and, one, no, no test well, well, or no, anything? Well, no, maybe they do test, but guess what? Like they turn the other cheek on the fact that I have one arm, you know, like who knows where it's going to stop. Once you open up the can of profitability versus moral fiber, I'm just saying that is the slipperiest slope argument I've ever heard. I don't agree with you because right now we have government regulating those things. And if they're not working, then what do we do? Put more government regulation into all these things? I don't believe. I think Just privatization is the answer. Just do better. We can do well, better by privatizing. Well, we're so the gun industry it contributes $51.3 billion a year annually for the U.S. government. So, or for the U.S. economy, I'm sorry. So, how, like, how can we. E we were talking about how you're very combative with your viewpoints to, to mm. other people. Mm. What can we do to make steps towards both sides yeah. agreeing on something? I don't, I think we're so far past that point. Even when I wasn't the Kent state gun girl, I was out promoting campus carry legislation on my campus two years before I took my photo. My very first event on campus was campus carry. And all I had was an empty holster in my backpack. At the end of the week, we took pictures, um, the people in a club that I was in, and we, we posted pictures and we said, hey, come to this room and let's have a conversation about gun rights and campus carry legislation. They called the cops on us. The students called the cops on us, lied and said we had guns in our book bags and on campus. So a whole investigation had to happen. And do you think they lied or do you think they were just scared? So I actually talked to one of them and I said, we didn't have guns on campus. And she's like, you know, I know you didn't have guns on campus, but the implication of the holster scared me. And I yeah, said, exactly. why would you, why would you? But that's the thing she saw was an empty holster. We said we had an empty holster event. It was a silent protest saying that, even if we had our concealed carry, because that's what I fight for is concealed carry on campus, not walking around with your AR-10. We already went through that. But the fact that she was so scared of a holster that she called the cops and said we had guns on campus. And then they spread it around campus that we had guns, which you, isn't good for anybody. But you don't you don't understand where she's coming from, like Spencer stated earlier, that's scary. To it's people. scary to that have an empty people, holster. It makes people uncomfortable. It, having, it, no, it, no, it's, it's scary to have guns on campus, a hundred percent. Like I don't I, think so. I think it's yeah. so scary to have a gun-free zone. That's so scary. At Kent State, you are four times more likely to be raped on campus than if you step off campus and into the city of Kent. That's terrifying. Why am I not allowed to protect myself? Why can't I have are, something you, more you, than mace? You are absolutely or allowed to protect yourself. It's just like. I mean, I hate to keep reverting to Spencer's point. It does rub people the wrong and way. And it might, but that, I, I'm going to be blunt, and this might be my combative personality. It doesn't matter. 
It's my right. My rights don't end just because I step on campus. They do not just magically disappear. I should have the right, if I can legally purchase a firearm in a gun store when I'm 21 off campus and take it into Walmart, why can't I have it on campus in my dorm where I live? Why can't I protect myself where I live on campus, where I go to school, where I spend well, I think, hours of my I think week? one of the issues to that, I do see, I do see where you're coming from because at the end of the day, you know, if there was an active shooter on campus, I would like somebody who is well-trained to handle that situation. How that happens, that's, that's a very tricky conversation to have. Mm -hmm. But if you bring your gun into campus, I lived in a college dorm for two years. Uh, not necessarily the smartest thing, especially when it's easy to get into dorms. There's sweet mates sometimes. People are drunk. People are drunk and drinking Arguing. and are young. Yeah. Like, you know. So is that only... So you're bringing weapons into but, school, well, listen. making them accessible to people. If somebody finds out you have a weapon, then... A, it's easy for me to in get that weapon and then engage it with other students. So there are already, me. especially in Texas, there are campus carry laws there, and it's worked of course, out. Yeah, Texas. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's worked out very well for them, too. So, you know, what the arguments you're bringing up are arguments that are already kind of out there, and people are already bringing guns into bars in um, Ohio. You uh, business, if you sell alcohol, you cannot say that. People can't bring guns in there, so so, so let's talk. Which is which is scary, but and it's, it's own, not in its own right because because as you know, like one of the the things that could stop you from a concealed carry or legally concealed carry is being under the influence of alcohol. You are not allowed to drink alcohol with a concealed carry, correct? Right. And so well, and so does it not make sense for you to not be able to bring your hand? I mean, no. It's the the reasoning of the law is that if you are a uh, if you're a business, a restaurant or whatever that sells alcohol, alcohol is something that people can drink to provoke fights. It kind of gets them out of the state of mind. So if you want to bring in your firearm to make sure that you can protect yourself against something that can be provoked due to alcohol, that's kind of the the reasoning of the law, which I, I think is great. Should you be drinking while you have a gun? Absolutely not. I'm not advocating for that. Yeah. But if a person wants to come in, I mean, there is nobody... No criminal, no mass shooter, no criminal with a firearm that wants to kill people that's going to look at a sticker and say no guns allowed and be like, man, I was going to kill some people today in here. But if I can't bring my gun yeah. in, then I'll just go home. But listen, my 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 like I just want to put my cap on on all of this just really quickly. I, I like I said, I think you have some very valid points. I, I, I won't say it again, but, you know, sl slightly overshadowed by views right mm -hmm. um but i i think my my biggest point coming out of this or my biggest thought is there is something more dangerous than guns in this country right now and that is your belief that we are past the point of repairing relationships between the left and right that is the most dangerous thing that our country faces right now Be and i'll tell I you understand why what you're saying because it is stopping us from level heads and stopping us from coming together to make laws that benefit this fucking country. I, okay. And so, I and agree. so until we start to cut the bullshit, stop looking at the left as, as, as all as liberals and leftist ideologists. And by the way, the liberals stop looking at conservatives as rednecks. And okay. Until all that shit stops and we come together to find common purpose, we are fucked. We are fucked. Well, End on, that, of story. on that point, building off that, um, I think it's always important to go back to how this country was founded. And obviously there was flaws. Like when we dished out the Second Amendment, 
you know, African-Americans, Native Americans right. were not allowed to have weapons. Mm -hmm. And still in a lot of areas. How did gun control start? A racist, a racist system. They did not want freed slaves and black people to have firearms. That's how gun control started. Gun control is super racist. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one building off what you mentioned, though, you know, I love this quote from Benjamin Franklin. He says, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. I think that's important to to address when we're talking about this argument. How do we move forward? Because if we're all going to sacrifice our liberties, which is our freedoms, to have what we are trying to all come together and identify as safety, right? Both sides right. want safety. They don't want to be scared of weapons. And the people who have weapons want to protect themselves against weapons. Yeah, and so the, the, the general side, cause yeah. is there. Like the good intentions from both sides is there. So do you think it is? Because it's safety, well, you know, and, and your definition of safety is completely different to somebody else's. And that's not going to change. There's always going to be yeah, two, two ideas. So at what point does the conversation, and I think this is something that we've really avoided from both parties because of these combative ways of talking. At what point does the conversation not start at guns, but instead moves to mental health and ensuring that our nation actually cares and understands what mental health even is? I mean, that's a good point. When do we start? I mean, I think both sides, I've never seen someone say that mental health isn't something that we should focus on when we talk about guns. I don't, I've never seen anybody say like, no, let's not talk about mental health. Cause that, I mean, who, what drives someone to go and shoot up a school? Mental health issues. No sane person is going to go do that. So it is all mental health. It's how we raise our families. It's how we treat each other in society. That's what I'm talking about, mental right. health. And I absolutely yeah. agree with you. So do you think your videos of you going out to campuses and you doing all these things with weapons, do you think that's just for clout? What videos? Going like out to campus? Being so combative then. If you know it's about mental health, but you want to really make it about guns, do you think that that's kind of not productive. I, I guess I don't understand. He's like, are you, are you poking the beast? Are you instigating to instigate? Instigating Cause, cause to instigate. I will tell you what, I don't go out there and go and treat people poorly just to get a reaction. Never. If you like go on our YouTube and look at these videos or you look at my Twitter, I will never go out there and start provoking because if I'm caring, I carry to protect myself from those type of situations. I'm the, never going to put myself in one. The one situation though, that I think is not accurate is you put out a video to what you just said. You put out a video where there was an obese lady and yeah, you told her to eat the that. mic well, and, and, or you said, eat it. And then she got mad at you and you said, I carry. Like, so, okay, let's talk about that. Off camera, she had already hit me. She had already pushed my cameraman, Michael, over there. She, why were you not filming that? You just weren't? No, I, we, well, so I don't know what he if he was filming that. Um, was but, it just in the lead up to it? So all? it was in the lead up. We were in the middle of a protest just interviewing people. And these young group of girls recognized me. And as I was standing there, they started getting like, really pumped up that I was there and they were you know when people see me they're like oh let's go say something to her let's, let's go say something let's be heroes so they were coming up to me and we were I tried to talk to them and then I was putting you know getting their interviews or whatever she starts cussing at me you have a fucking assault rifle and I was like what is an assault rifle I was trying to just talk to her like 
challenger like was tell me what an assault rifle is she starts getting really heated and once i start like telling her that she doesn't know what an assault rifle is she starts getting real mad she starts getting in my face and then we ended up just walking away from her and going to the other woman who had the boobs drawn on her shirt in that video and then she starts over here screaming again because she's getting pumped up and this is she's already hit me she's already hit my cameraman like i said i think as soon as she hit me he put his camera down because why not? If something's going to happen, what's more important, making sure the def the situation gets diffused or, you Getting know. Getting them views? It depends on who you ask because he might keep, he would probably keep filming. <laughs> well, no, like I don't like that. Yeah, I don't want to get filmed. I don't want to be filmed getting assaulted. I'd rather stop it. That's not my I point. I mean, but that would enhance your argument. Unfortunately, but it's it unfortunate, would. but, but. But I'm not there to like get also, assaulted. I've also heard you say that whenever you go on college campuses or to events, you're, you, you film all your interactions. Yes. Well, what, when I'm on a college campus, I do film all of my interactions, right? And not every situation turns out the same. I mean, did we have the cameras rolling? Yeah, probably. Oh no. We'd have to ask Michael about that situation. Cause that was clear and I don't even remember what that was. But anyway, she had already physically touched me, assaulted me, tried to break our equipment. So why didn't you leave? Because, well, I mean, I, I I, I, like I said, I walked away from her after that. I walked away and then she kept screaming in my ear again. So I just put the mic up to right. get her. Well, and what Logan's saying is, why why do you find the need to poke the beast? Because that's what you're doing. You, somebody somebody well, wanted you gone. That's kind of and you're like too. Well, somebody, somebody so else is having a protest, you know, somebody else, there's another group having a protest and you want to go in there because you know, you're going to get reactions. You know, you're going to stir the pot. You know, people are going to get angry. Well, it's and fun then to you're go threatening. Okay. So you're saying it's fun. It is fun. So it's, is it fun to threaten them by pulling your firearm? I've never done that. But you threatened. No, I didn't. You said, you, <laughs> when did I say, when did I, I, I by saying, someone? by saying, you know, I carry, I, I haven't even explained that. You point, know, I so. carry is, you know, I have a gun. That's a threat. That's not a threat. The law would not agree with you. I, it's not a threat, to, not a threat to go into the situation for fun, consciously knowing that you're going to stir the pot. Knowing it is not my how they react to me is not my problem. I'm not going to stop going to these things out of intimidation because they don't like me. That's not the type of person but, but, I am. But you know, going into that, okay, that in your arsenal is. I want to I want to let them know that I have no, a gun. No, that is not she my probably intention. didn't want to until she that was is not I, my I, intention. I, I, listen, I don't her stirring the pot pro, protest counter protest is is an effective way for both sides. And it always has been to get a point across. Like, I don't think she's a rogue agent going to counter a protest. And I and I stand behind your right to counter protest. And I also think that some of the stuff you have done has been a way to open up this conversation. Because by the way, you wouldn't be here and you wouldn't be on the internet bringing this conversation up. And so I, like, I have always been one to stand behind the, the troublemaker who offends a few people when done safely, okay? Because I, I would agree with you in a lot of ways, we have moved to a place where we are so fucking sensitive, we can't do anything anymore, okay? And so I'm not, I'm not saying you do things the right way all the time, but mm -hmm. you do get conversations started. But what, what I will say to you is this, I, as a, as a, just as a human, not as a podcast or interviewer, I would urge you to look for ways to create actual change as opposed to just making a statement through video or through poking the beast or whatever you want to call it. And one of the ways you will do that 
is not aligning yourself with people like Alex Jones. I am, I am <laughs> just going to be blunt with you. You have very, you have some very strong points and I hate that you're going to get lumped into the category of people that are clinically fucking insane. Okay. I like I, I, I don't I, agree with that. That's fine. You don't, you don't have to, but, but understand that that's what 99.99% of this country thinks. And that's fine. And, and so do you want to be the 0.001% of we're right. And every single other person is wrong. Like we talk about data. Maybe there are some times you should listen to it. There is a lot that I disagree with on Alex Jones. It doesn't mean that I support everything he does or everything he says. That's that's not the case. But InfoWars and Alex Jones gives me a platform to where I can reach more people. They let me take what I do already and make it a job. I get income now. Mm -hmm. So this is a way for me to get my message out, but also getting paid to do what I so, love. So just to, to stop you right there, you're slightly willing to risk your your reputation for profit is what you're saying. I don't think that hurts my reputation. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't at all. Alex Jones has been smeared by the media so many I've, times. I don't, he he doesn't need smeared. a smear. I just watch him and watch the things he says. And it's pretty fucking evident the well, dude's got a problem. He, it's not just you. I mean, that's uh, everybody. everybody. We all he, watch he's him. He's eccentric. He's crazy. He that's is. what I'm getting at. But he That's doesn't mean he's at. wrong on everything. Uh, no, it doesn't I, mean he's I not, wouldn't want that guy not, owning a fucking handgun. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he's he's not wrong on everything. But what Mike's saying is that you're identifying with someone who is so far in the direction that they're like one of the only people in the world to get banned, banned. <laughs> like and why? Twitter, from Twitter and Facebook. Like Twitter, well, no, Twitter has Twitter. You can have Twitter. post porn. porn. You can't put Alex Jones can't have an account. And that isn't that scary? <laughs> that shows what type no, of man this scary. is. No, that shows yeah, but what these people are trying to censor. But if no, there's oh, okay, porn okay. out ah. there and then they want to censor Alex Jones for crazy opinions or the things he says, don't you think that says more about Twitter? Well, he's they're that's, censoring that's him a, for like reasons big. that it, he's he's a dangerous dude when he <laughs> it, with his beliefs and what he's doing. They're I don't I don't they're he's not he's stirring people up to get angry and fight the system and go against things that why are we, why are we operating like that? Like, and why we, are you associating with someone like that? When we just had a whole discussion to. that you want, but you agree with us that we need to meet in the middle. You're not no, going to no, meet in I the middle. No, I didn't say that. No, I did not say that. Say that. But, but oh, here's a question. Do you <laughs> No, you agree that we should work together? I, I, which is meeting in the middle. No, she thinks we're past that. I, I said, I think as a no, society, she also said that I think we should work together. We can work together. But there is no more time for compromise. We have compromised so much on our rights. We have met in the middle so many times. That's why I really don't care for the NRA. Well, no, no, we still do that too. from the way not, from the way we started as a country was plenty of compromise. We've always well, compromised, and we well, we should forever compromise. I don't believe I don't believe that. with each other. Absolutely. I mean, I mean if you believe rights. in if you believe in the United States, then you believe in compromise. That's what our country was founded on. I think our, our country was founded on the principle that these radical founders knew that we needed these rights in order to stay safe. Well, they they compromised. The, 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 North, compromise? the North and the South, like they got together and they compromised. Okay, well, good. So think about that. Think about those but, radical. Yes, you're right. Okay. There's radical beliefs. But they met in the middle and they compromised to we get something done. We have done that so much. Maybe and we you're, saying, you're saying we're moving on past that? No, she I said think it's time to done. We're done compromising. That's, no more compromising. That's a dangerous no, thought. That's what I'm, that's what I'm a getting. compromising has already got us to where we Listen, are. That, Which that's, is very, we've, we've And you guys say it's not strides. enough. That's so scary. No, we have compromised 
enough. Sides giving com- up on negotiations is scary. It is scary to imagine that there is a rogue group of people in this country that are no longer willing to talk to their brothers and sisters. That's not what Americans I'm saying. I'm or, not or, saying that. Or not talk, but to come together and create legislative change that benefits all for the better. But it doesn't scar- benefit all. We haven't done a good enough job. What more do we, we need? Real change, common sense reform to come. By the way, don't ask me what we need. Ask the, the lawmakers well, you're to saying come we together. Need it. We definitely need the common law, sense I reform. I promise you, the, okay, I'll tell you one example of compromise that we're going through right now and that gun owners are extremely mad about is red flag gun laws. There are so many Republicans that support red flag gun laws. Do any of you know what red flag gun laws are? Educate us. So basically, if a family member or a friend goes to the police and they're like, uh, this vegan over here is super, you know, mental. He's a danger to himself. He's a danger to the public. Uh, you need to go take his firearms. So what they'll do is they'll sit in front of a judge and you don't even know this is happening. Vegan over here doesn't know it's happening. So we're like, okay, whatever. So the judge says, okay, well, he's a danger. Let's go take his gun. Based just they on just hearsay. Show- Yes, they'll just go and take your guns. A man in Maryland, I think it was, was already killed because of this. The cops came in, were like, give us your guns. And he's like, what? No, like, I'm not going to give you my guns. There's no reason for it. And what stemmed from that? Just an argument at the dinner table. And now this man is dead. I think that's a great, I think it's a great point. I, I, I can, at the end of the day, I think, I want to hear from Logan, to be honest. I haven't heard from Logan the whole time. But my, my point on that is that I, I really think that taking people's guns away is a very, is an even very dangerous slope. Cause then that's going to cause people to want to use those guns because they're not going to give them up. So I think that's like laws taking people's guns away. Unless we're talking about common sense reform is I don't, I don't necessarily agree with. I don't even, by the way, I don't even think I care as much about taking the guns away. I think we just, I just want to start doing a better job going forward of who's getting the guns or, in the future. You or know like we were so saying, like, just to, say, to what start do to, we do? Or, well, or, I, I think, like I said, back to common sense, I think, extreme a little bit more extreme background checks a little bit more extreme mental health have you ever taken a background check um you're gonna say they're extreme i I, i'm aware i'm aware but but maybe it's up even another notch i don't know or by the way maybe it's just the mental health portion of it that's up a notch i don't know what it is i have a question yeah do you support a national gun registration you have to you have to register your guns um i think once again, that that seems like a question that's backwards facing as opposed to how do we. I mean, like you're saying we need to take it a step further. Should we have to register our firearms so that the government knows well, who that's, has well, what? That's currently the case, is it not? No. OK, so there we go again with this is so muddied. Yeah. No, it's it's not legal currently to register a firearm. But when you go into the system and you are you know applying for a background check, you're applying for a handgun. I do not believe that the government isn't holding on to that information. They're not supposed to. But I definitely don't think that they're getting rid of it like they say they're they're supposed to. Get rid of all the background checks or uh, get rid of the file that they have on you when you submit a background check with your social security number and your birthday and everything like that. Um, no, you're not. They're not supposed to be registering guns, but they want to implement that. I don't think that's a compromise that we should take. That so, like, so okay. So say it's not a compromise we take. I think the whole point is we're $51.5 billion or $3 billion are coming in annually from gun 
business. $610 billion is our defense budget. That's more than China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, India, France, UK, Japan, many other countries combined. Mm -hmm. In America, we have this like over this fascination about guns and about weaponry and about killing and about attacking. Like when well, when does the conversation at some point when when do we make efforts to just settle down on the amount of weapons that are being sold? Settle down on the amount and the ease of, of get that stop incentivizing more weapons being distributed. Start making it a little bit more difficult for people to get weapons. And if as a gun owner, if you don't well, like that, you have plenty of guns. You have, you have plenty of time right now. Get the guns you want to get. But Doesn't when that do we agree? The purpose? If you get the guns you want to get now, because later on we're going to start restricting it. Doesn't that defeat the no, purpose? No, it's not. It's not. OK, It, it it's. How do we move forward as a society with compromise to fake? That's see that. So, so again, on, a, on, a, again, on, a, on a final, on a final, no, like another final note. We don't <laughs> move forward with compromise. I think we, that's what, that's we where have compromised way too much. I, I stand 100% firm. But you're no more so, so far. That's like a so communist so mindset. No, it's not. A communist does not want an armed like society. Dicta- no, no, no. It's, no. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a dictator but, 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 mindset. A dictator would say no would compromise. Say no compromise. taking your guns. But, I'm saying no again, compromise. But it's no compromise. So no you're a dictator with that mindset. No, absolutely. No, you're not saying. Would not, not say, please have all these firearms so that you can. Okay, you know, you're, go you're rise looking at the specific. I'm talking about the mindset. You're on the other end. Okay, you're believing. Okay, we have these guns, but it's a dictator mindset. If it's I'm a my dictator way, this is going to happen. That's of, that's I want why people to have their rights. Then so be it. That's fine. That's fine with me. I, I, that's why I, our country is going through so much so much trouble. Sure. I don't is think people so. with your mindset that I don't think it's my don't mindset. know how to we humble have, and talk with each other. I I, 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 I have can't to. hear anybody anymore. Yeah, neither can I. Damn, you took out the whole fucking. Okay, <laughs> it's back. <laughs> Did I fuck you, up? I, you fucked up. I've just been oh. listening. Do you want to go headphones out? Can uh, Can oh. you hear yourself? I got. I know. can hear myself oh, now. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think Sorry. just on a, on a final thing with that, I, I completely disagree with you on that note. On that note, I really do. I think I think the only way to a solution is through incredible both compromise collaboration and creative thinking. And that is how this world fucking works. There's no, there's no discussion about it. And I know you shake your head, but you have become too radical for the center aisle. You've become too radical for the right. You've become too (laughs) radical for the NRA and you are now, and you are now aligned with someone who should be locked in a mental facility. What? what? Explain to me how he should be locked in a mental facility. I have to tell you that if you are able to just take your arguments make a little bit better optical approach to how you do them and bring real legislature and real urge for compromise from the things that you want. Find other like-minded people on the other side mm-hmm. to conversate with and start organizations that we push do. for the, for the right changes that you will see real change in this country. But if you continue like people on the left do on the far left, continue to isolate yourselves, arm yourselves and, 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 prepare for some sort of guaranteed um, war between yourself and the rest of America. Well, that's not what I'm it, doing. It is, it is what it, it's going to end in a bad way. For, I, for I think it would, if, if it came to that, but I'm the one that's prepared, I would say that it's not going to end badly for me. I'm not saying that I'm out here trying to urge people to arm themselves well, you to are, be well, able to, to, to go out and, and start the fight. I'm not saying that, but I think it's stupid if we act but, but like you're preparing for a fight. Well, and, that, and like all, you're, you're preparing for a fight. 
that's that's your your the people who follow you and the people who agree with you that's what you guys are doing we prepare to be able to defend ourselves why don't you go out and prepare others so that they don't have to do that yeah, like why don't you yeah. put more focus on two, that? Two, some focus even some fo- like take small steps as Jay Shetty said. And last thing, if you're one of your biggest worries and threats has been to defend yourself from a tyrannical government, and mm-hmm. I know you hate the government, and you're scared of it, and so, <laughs> and so, and so, you may win the fight against leftists, but I'm telling you right now, when those F-16s start dropping bombs on you, you are going to lose. That's why I say that gun control is not in our favor. It's not. If that starts happening, who would you rather stand beside? Someone that has a handgun or the same weapons that are being dropped? At that point, dig my hole. If our country starts dropping bombs on us and going door to door with C4 Well, Eric Swalwell, that's what he wants. He threatened to uh, nuke gun owners that don't want to give up their firearms. And like I said, you got as many problems on the left as you (laughs) do on the right. And And I'm not saying everybody on the right is right either. So I'm right there with you. Hey, I'm back. Hey there, hey, Logan. Logan. Hi. Damn, y'all. Um, interesting conversation. What, I have a question. Would you consider being less radically charged in order to further your viewpoint? Or are you set in stone on this is my mindset and this is how I'm going to approach people in situations? I mean, what do you mean by that? How I approach people in situations? I do think you instigate to instigate, and I do think you provoke. And this is coming from someone who fucking provokes. <laughs> um, and I know that energy. And I often think the way you approach people with your Infowars microphone is is can be somewhat threatening to people and make them feel like they That's need a to. Threat though. No, I'm not. That's I didn't not... say. I said yeah. somewhat threatening. It's scary when Caitlin Bennett approaches people. <laughs> Knowing your past and knowing the things you try to get out of people and what people say to you, it's almost like, like Spencer said, like you're preparing for a fight. I almost feel like every time you come up to someone with a microphone, you're preparing and ready for a fight. So I'm, that's just the energy you give off. We're big here on energy in California, (laughs) especially in this house. We meditate and shit. I'm just saying, I think if because you do make a lot of valid points. I'm not saying which ones I agree with or don't agree with. Mind you, I'm from Ohio and I grew up hunting and I've I've hunted. I I grew up with firearms. My dad owns firearms. I think you could be more effective with your message. And this is coming from a place of love. 2019 love. If you just take maybe a minor step back with how charged you enter conversation. So all I'm saying you often give affirmation without, I feel like, absorbing information. Do you hear what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. I've heard the argument a lot, and I have learned a lot, too, coming through this. Am I proud of everything I've put out on Twitter? No. Do I? Like I said, I felt bad after that because that came off completely wrong. And a lot of times, people will make up things that I've said. They've so many times they've made up things that I've said to people on campus. They go out and they lie about me, about things that I've said or how I approach things. And it's not true. So people already have that mindset about me. People will cuss at me going well, down the street. You're, you're, you know you're what I mean? So hate, I do Caitlin. have a- You're easy to hate. Hey, hey, mind you, <laughs> I'm also easy to hate. So I, I know, know what it's like, but okay, what I'm trying to do is not be so easy to hate. Well, that's, that's, you know, if they hate me because of the things I say, I can't control. I'm not going to censor myself or- or, you know, 
butter things up or, you know, sugarcoat it to make people happy. That's not the type of person I am. But I understand because I have learned a lot from what I put out there and the backlash I've received. I do when I go out, I do try to be in that mindset of, okay, let's make sure I'm out there, you know, poised and I'm conducting myself with respect and, you know, I'm not being so aggressive because there are, I'm not going to lie and say that I don't go out there and be aggressive sometimes. I absolutely do. Especially when I have a group of people around me saying to push me in front of a bus or uh, say some, I, yeah, I was I, doing I get interviews. It. People are aggressive. People are aggressive. And that's why, honestly, I wanted you on the, on this podcast. And, and uh, we even, as I'm sure you got uh, feedback when you tweeted out, like, yo, don't go on his podcast, yeah. X, Y, Z. We had people like, don't have this girl on your podcast. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with shutting people off without hearing them speak. That's fucking dangerous and ridiculous to me. And that's going to set the country and yeah. humans as a whole backwards. Well, I think there's a lot of lies out there about you or misconceptions about you. And there's a lot of that about me, too. So when people were like, don't go out there, he's X, Y and Z. And I'm like, you do realize that. People view me like that, too. And you're my friend and you know, it's not true. So maybe that's not true about yeah. Logan. Or maybe it's not true. What have you, about, what have you heard? I'm like, <laughs> I've just heard that you were um, a dick in high school. You and your brother are ridiculous. You don't say. Whoa. Hold up. I was a fucking gem in high school. <laughs> All I did was study and work out. Wrestle. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Jake, on the other hand, as he said, <laughs> was not the same way. What else have you heard, yo? I've just heard that, you know you have no feelings towards other people and that it all came back to the video in the oh, forest. Oh, okay. All of it was about that and stemming from that. And then they made assumptions about your character, mm -hmm. about all of you based on one video. And that's what happens to me a lot. And I was like, well, you've gone viral a lot, a lot and a lot's based on, you know, things that aren't true or not the whole context of the story, which that's just the way it is. Yeah. Listen, let's, uh, Let's cool off. We've been talking for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I want to close out here with some pretty simple, easy questions. You uh just got engaged. I did. Congrats. 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 Is the guy. Hey. <laughs> wow. Hi, Justin. Justin? <laughs> yes. Do, Justin, do you you can nod yes or no or even talk? I can hear you. Do you receive <laughs> threats? Do you receive hate for being with her? Oh, yes. He's got oh, yes. People have told him that they will find me, rape me, and make him watch. That's that's not that's, that's terrible. Not, yeah, that's not okay. Uh, that's disgusting. That's not a threat, but I'm well. I, I mean, don't know. It sounds is like it? a threat. I mean, but people have like you know straight <laughs> it's a up definition said, of a threat. I mean, yeah, because you know people. Are, if I say like, oh, people say they want me to die, they'll be like, that's not technically a threat, and I'm like, that are one's we gonna, not. But the you know way you roll, mean? yeah, yeah, but yeah, are I mean, saying that they're gonna rape me. Are you scared? Are you scared, Caitlin? I when you go outside. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I it's daunting because I don't want to use my firearm. I don't want to have to pull it out on somebody. I don't want to do that. I think that. if you're a person who wants to use your firearm to protect yourself, you're fucked up. I've yeah. I've literally like cried in front of the police when I've gone to them with threats. And I'm like, please do something because I feel like if no one has repercussions, even just like even a warning. I just got called. Uh, the FBI called me when I was heading to the Airbnb yesterday. The FBI called me. Does that me. happen a lot? It's happened once Why? before because they had a credible threat against me. Damn. Do yeah. You, are you ever refused entry access uh, invitation because of who you are? No, but I have left out of feeling uncomfortable in situations in uh, stores and restaurants. I just, I don't make a scene. I just leave. Yeah. 
if you're out there and you're gonna give Caitlyn shit in a public setting and like call her names or threaten her, don't fucking do that. Like that's that's immature and just like honestly, don't do that. That's that's immature. It's 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 stupid. Um, I. Hey, hey, yeah. but if you want to do it for me, that's fine. Yeah, do it to <laughs> it's sick content. You can take it's it. Great. Do it to yeah, I, I got you. He, he can handle it. Yo, also, like, working on my boxing skills. If anyone wants to throw it on a public. His hands are his weapons. Uh, just uh, one other quick thing, too. I think uh, going back to this thought of, like, non-compromise, just, this is quick. I, I, uh, I hope that you can leave and, like, start to maybe shift that belief because I think of a lot of your other like um, supplementary beliefs about like ownership and like protection and like all this like very anti anti stuff is based <laughs> on this belief that we are past a place of compromise and friendship and, and collaboration. And I hope like at least open your mind to it. Oh, and, cause I, by the way, I'm quite cynical myself and I get, mm -hmm. and I get dystopian at times as well. And I want to protect myself from the zombie apocalypse occasionally as well. Okay. Do but you have an apocalyptic bunker? Do I? Yeah. I don't disclose that. No, I don't have one. No. I, I guess, but I think yeah. I know where I could go if I ever needed one. So, where would, where would you go? What would be what would I'm be your not plan? Telling you. Why oh, would yeah. I tell? What if there's zombies? Because we're all in this watching. together. I'm not a if zombie happens, at this point. She's not happens, on. She's not on your team. Soy I will boy. reach out to <laughs> Logan and I will say, gather the troops. Let's get your crew. Really? I will save some space I'm in go, the bunker going for to, you. Going to going to Zanesville. One. Yeah, we're going, going to Zanesville. Zanesville. Hey, hey, I have one final. <laughs> yeah, me one, too. I have one final. You know what? No, you do the final first. Okay, thank right, you. Because yeah. I want you the know, first final. This is more important. All right. <laughs> have you? This is a two-part question, so God it's two finals. I'm sorry. Sorry over there, Logan. Finals. Have you ever? Have you ever meditated? I have not. Ooh. I have an interesting, interesting challenge to you okay. and let's say the NRA as well. I'm not with the NRA. She don't okay. fuck with them. No. Okay. Hey, but, you know, we have to work with them. I'll reach out right? and ask okay. if they will. There are thousands of studies providing evidence that meditation helps yeah. to calm people down. It takes them. Harvard did an eight week study. That showed the reduction of gray matter in the amygdala through brain scans. That meditation brings more energy to the parts of our brain that are relaxed. Takes us out of anxiety. Takes us out of fear. Takes us out of stress. I'm open. Yourself, you've never tried it. I have not, but I big will. reason because you come from Ohio. I come from Michigan. <laughs> they don't believe in that stuff. Right. They think it's foo foo or religious. Do you drink almond milk. I don't. Mm. Is that another challenge? Do you like soy? It's another challenge. No. Something think about no it. soy. No, no I'm not soy going that far yet. But my challenge to all those people is to, if we were to implement some form of mindfulness into these organizations, I think that would go much farther than talking about the nitty gritty. Do we believe guns should be here? Do we believe we should go take these weapons? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever both sides are. All that's nonsense. It's opinions. Mm -hmm. I think a great thing for you to look into is to try meditation, and if you gain some benefit out of it, then maybe promote that a little bit more. Because that that is a studied, proven, direct way that you could make a big impact with this conversation instead of fighting. Okay. I'm open to meditation. There we go. That's fine. Do you like that? Was that good? That was like good. That. That was, because, like, yo, we can make some serious fucking progress here on Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. The final question. What shape is the earth? It's not flat. It's a sphere. Interesting. All right. Interesting. Thank you guys for watching <laughs> this episode of Impulsive.
Got a little fiery today. It's all good. The number one podcast in the world. Hit that subscribe button. Thank you for joining us, Caitlin Bennett. Thank you. It's nice to meet you guys. Thank you. We will see you guys next time. We love you. Leave your comments below what your thoughts and opinions are. Take it easy. Peace. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.